Hey there, and welcome to day 316 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast of the matching YouTube channel that's titled Just the Same. I'm Andrea, and we survived it. We did it. We made the move today. So <laughs> Scarlett did so good considering, you guys, the day I had to move, right, probably 90 degrees, it, and then some. And of course, she's, you know, little Bernadoodle. She's just got this major thick coat on her. So it was everything to even just keep her cool. At one point, I just stopped the move and I went and found a couple towels and went into the bathroom and I just absolutely bathed her down so that she was soaking wet, you know, just so that she could stay cool a little bit easier. Um, <laughs> didn't know she was having a bath and she does like the water. It's only the second bath that I've given her and she just did so great. But, um, you know, it just was a fight to keep her cool today. And, uh, you know, keep her pacified. She's a puppy. She doesn't want to be all cooped up in, in any of it. I mean, not the truck, not the kennel, not the bedroom, not the, you know, she, <laughs> she did get some long naps in though. So it worked out really good. I feel so much better. I got every last tub and every last box moved in a, just a little U-Haul box truck today and couldn't have been a better experience. I mean, just couldn't have been. And, just moving back and forth, this little um, neighborhood, just the subdivision that I'm in, I I don't know what you call it. It's like, you'd say it's a subdivision, but it's not like a traditional subdivision. It, it actually has two lakes in it and backs up to a lot of forest trails and that sort. But um, it um, was neat to see neighbors out and about on a Saturday and, you know, people stop to say hi and and uh, it just went really good. I've got a fly in here buzzing around, um, kind of distracting. But anyway, I wrote a little piece for you tonight. I am so tired. Every muscle hurts. My feet hurt. My hands hurt. <laughs> I felt like a sloth just like going up and down the ramp with the last 15 boxes. I was barely moving. I mean, I really, I couldn't have done much more. I just absolutely am tapped. But um, it just feels so good to have that done. And yet, of course, there's now boxes sitting everywhere. So I'll hopefully be able to get into some of those tomorrow and get some gardening done. I've been so anxious to get these trees and just the trees and shrubs and everything in the ground. They've been hanging out in just in their little buckets for over a month, it feels. Um, so I can't wait to get those. They're they're setting out there, you know, they're all positioned and ready to go, but I've got to get them dug deep in the ground. So hopefully tomorrow. But anyway, I wrote a quick little piece for you. I hope you enjoy it. It's called Speak Up. And so it begins. He turned the TV off and set the remote next to him on the white sheets. There was nothing left but two people in beautiful lamplight, myself feeling the sentiment of the show we just watched. Love, safety, contentment. Hey, I noticed you posted something about Oprah on your timeline today, said my boyfriend in just four months. Yeah, I thought that was just awesome. I just love her. I've watched her since high school, and she was my daily treasure when I was a stay-at-home mama raising up littles. <laughs> Seriously, our playgroup would get together after their 10 o'clock naps, and we would all play and chat right up until Oprah was on. <laughs> all of us. We just loved her. His facial expression didn't match what I thought I was sharing. I felt safe and thought I was sharing something silly about myself or my past 
or why I had posted about this famous person I admired. It kind of surprises me about you, he says. Hmm, what do you mean? I asked him, confused. Why the turn of events? Well, you know, somebody was interviewing her and asked if she believed that there is only one way to heaven. And she said, no, he's telling me. Oh, Mm, so you mean the scripture, nobody comes to the Father except through me, I asked, trying to understand him as a, and his stance. Yeah, she doesn't believe that, and she said it in front of millions of people, he says. So I've never liked her, and I've made sure that my children don't listen to her. I guess I just was really surprised that you did. Hmm. You know, that interview that you're talking about was back in the 80s. I wouldn't even say that Oprah was necessarily a believer then, but if you watch her, now that she has her own network, most of her interviews are designed around faith or spirituality. She talks about God or a higher power all of the time. It's God to her. He was listening and couldn't disagree that what he was talking about was actually decades ago. And so to me, She's actually the very definition of what love looks like. She just doesn't know. She didn't know the scripture and didn't know the intricacies of how to experience relationship just yet. And so a full world has watched her faith grow. I assure you that millions have a newer, closer relationship with God because of her. And that in the end, she has done more good than damage. We don't know what we don't know. He had driven an hour and a half to my neighboring town just to meet me for a quick dinner. I'd love to have some time with my kiddos while they download their days, so go ahead and eat. I'll be down there in 20, I said. I sat vulnerable in a pair of jeans with a hole in the knee and a spaghetti string top to match the summery new season. He had only seen me in sweaters. When I straddled the picnic bench to face him and ordered a beer and some sweet potato fries, once the waitress left, the tone was awkward and silent. Hey, what's going on? Why did you drive all the way down here? I asked. I admit I was fishing for some sentiment. Some sweet words were surely headed my way. This was sweet. Why? Well... I wanted to talk to you about your speaking this weekend. Do you really think that's a good idea? Of course, what do you mean? Why would that not be a good idea? I'm not following, I said as the waitress set the fries down right in front of us. I could see while I was talking he was digging in his phone for Lord what, I just wasn't sure, until he paused and passed the phone. He took the phone and he handed it to me. He said, I'll just let these words speak to you and do what they need to do. I looked at the words on the screen and I recognized the app as a Bible app and immediately knew he had handed me scripture. With a closer look, I could see that it was a scripture that we all know well as Timothy's mention of women speaking in church. I laughed <laughs> and I handed his phone back to him. As I didn't need to read the rest, I knew it well. He said, um, well, clearly the Holy Spirit must have convicted you. 
I laughed with a hot french fry in my mouth, thankful that they had just set down my cold beer. I took one sip of that beer with a smile on my face, realizing that praise baby Jesus right now, (laughs) we had taken separate cars. I knew this wasn't going to end well. No, 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 no conviction at all, actually. Just really, really great clarity, I said. (laughs) Then is the Holy Spirit even in you, he asked. Check, please. Um, The check? I have been super fortunate to have been instructed by an apologetician of the Bible, of which there are actually only 25 that are certified in apologetics in the full world. He was one of them. He explained this scripture in Timothy as just this. Some men were having a meeting. It was a deep conversation. Lots of questions, trying to understand, looking for answers. Their wives were in the back of the room at this meeting. Women loved to talk and were talking amongst themselves, just like women do today. Their chatter was raising the amount of stress in the room. So the leader of the meeting said, hey, ladies, If you have questions about these things, could you please just wait until the end? Maybe ask the hubs at home. (laughs) Please hush down while we're here at the church. And the person recording the meeting, taking notes, he recorded that just to confuse every person that ever read that scripture for the history of time. An apologetician better than any Bible commentary known to man, laid out the words with such easy clarification. Fired up about the Lord and what, how he has worked in your life? Speak up. Fired up about how the Lord came through for you just when you really needed it? Speak out. Fired up about how one great choice to follow God changed absolutely every last thing about your life? Chat to the high heavens about it. Speak up. Speak of his love, his redemption, and his freedom. Speak of his love, his mercy, his grace. Speak forgiveness over all things. Speak up. I love you. Sweet little piece. 11 minutes. I guess that was a little longer than I thought it was. That's kind of cool. Anyway, um, I hope that it just raises up and just evokes something awesome in you as we're all searching to learn and better understand and experience greater relationship with the Lord. It can be so easy to get caught up in... mm, kind of what they call um, being legalistic or legalism of the black and white of the Bible, if you will. And everything about the word is loving. It's for us. Um, It's for us. And I do have to say the unique relationship that Jesus even had with his women, how he especially adores his women, and the way that his story played out for full time is that um, 
when he first, when the tomb was found as empty and when he first revealed himself, right? And he revealed himself to Mary and he revealed himself to the women in the garden. Um, we cannot forget how much he adores his women. And so you can imagine how much it threw me. I actually, you guys, to know even a little bit more about me, um, I, I came to, let's see, I came to, well, okay, ah, I'm like, is this going to go too thick? Anyway, in the practice of Christianity as Christ followers, the different churches are what are called different denominations. And one of the denominations that I was introduced to when I moved from Boise, Idaho, I moved all my littles over to Bend after we went through the, the divorce with my kiddo's dad. I was led to a Foursquare church. And Foursquare, as a denomination, was actually founded by Amy McPherson. She is a wonderful evangelist from the early 1900s that actually started to bring millions of people to Christ in the early 1900s through tent revivals. Neat, neat, neat woman of God. That is the denomination that I am still a part of. Even the church now that I go to here in my little Hallmark town here in Colorado, it's Foursquare. And so for anyone to know the passion that I have for women speaking <laughs> and women and Every single person, but um, it's big, is what I would say. And so the whole idea that the Lord would have ordained this person in front of me that I thought was there to love me and encourage me and build me up and make me stronger as a woman of God and a woman of faith um, was actually, as I believe, I think... Like I say, there's some Christ followers that when their minds are not pure and they're not um, influenced by love and the word and the spirit, the way that it would be intended, their intentions may be good, but they're actually being used by essentially running errands for the enemy to um, attack and destroy those that are trying to evangelize and bring love and light to a world that dearly needs it. I hope that wasn't like too much. Like, <laughs> I know that sounds like a lot, but if there's anything that my journey has seen, I always thought it was kind of cliche for some friends of mine to just say, you know, I think that the enemy has just come hard against what you have down the road, how many lives you're to save there's friends of mine that think, okay, the enemy knows that. He actually sees that. And that's why he uses some of these people that are happy to run errands for him, if you will. I call it running errands for the enemy. He can get, well, oh my gosh, like, ah, this is way too deep, you guys. But to back up the truck, the enemy can only play with people's minds. He doesn't have power or authority over um, physical things at all. Like, if he did, let me tell you, we would be in terrible shape. To say that he only has power over our minds is something else because 
that is not a small only. To say only our minds is huge because he can then manipulate people's minds and have them, as I say, even good-willed, intentioned Christian people, he can have them, um, you know, he can have them run errands for the for him, if you will. And so I'm talking about a greater battle that's been at hand since the beginning and the end. Now, here's the coolest thing, is that he's already been put away. He already he already has been shown his future. He knows what it is. The The Father God Almighty has won. He's won this war already, and it's playing out in front of us. We know how it ends for the enemy. He knows it. But his job, because he can play with our minds, his power is to make sure that we forget that. So it's so fun to just be able to say to him, hey, I know your future. <laughs> <laughs> and get yourself the whole heck out of here. Get yourself out of my life. Get yourself out of this situation. Get yourself out of this room. Get And take your little people with you. You know what I mean? So um, I know that sounds so funny. I, I'm so playful about it. But no, there there seriously has been such a, um, such a battle that, it, that this is all about. And that's what I want to say is that... Um, he can he can use these people that are being affected through their mind to essentially run errands for him. If you, I call it running errands for the enemy. I'm kind of silly that way, but I just I want you to know that it's all a part of the Lord showing off that He wins. That's a lot of what like people always think back to the story of Job and how Job just so loved the Lord and how he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything to deserve any of the stuff that was happening to him. And why am I going through this and blah and all. And literally, I kid you not, that story of Job was the Lord just making fun of the enemy, just being like, you just watch. I'm going to give you permission right now permissions that you don't usually have to affect him physically because no the enemy does not have that power normally he's like I'll give it to you go ahead take that but what he was trying to show the enemy look this guy is still going to praise me he belongs to me and so even though you can sit here and say well how how then Uh, this just is deeper than I wanted to go. I'm so super sorry. I hope you're being blessed by this. Um, You can feel picked on. Like I could feel spiritually picked on. I could be like, Father, how on earth do these people keep finding me? How do they keep getting close to me? They seem like they're here to try and spiritually wipe me off the map. What is going on? And yet it's to the honor. It's to the glory of God that I would stand firm and say, absolutely not, that that the Lord loves me regardless of any of these things and these hard people and porcupine people and hardships that I go through. It is to his glory and benefit that I stand there and say, I absolutely love the guy. And I believe in every last promise that he has made to us. And I know that he is a redeemer and he will redeem all things. I believe that. Like, I believe that to the very bottom of me. There is nothing in me anywhere that doesn't believe that he is up to a very good plan. And so I'm going to see it through. (laughs) I'm going to keep loving along and I'm going to keep loving him. 
And um, I just encourage you guys. I know that was thick. I didn't even mean to go thick. I would have never guessed when I wrote this little piece tonight. This is going to go down as one of my favorites. I just know it. And so I hope that you were blessed by these words. You know I will be chatting at you all. Tomorrow's my crazy, amazing Sundays. <laughs> Moving or not, you know I love my Bible study, my worship, and my Sundays. So I'll be talking at you tomorrow, okay? Have a great night. Take care.